Show business is the topic on Magic 590's Talk of the Town. I'm Bob Cudmore. Our program is heard on Magic 590 plus 100.5 and 1410 and 96.9 in the Glens Falls area. Our guest is Maggie Mancinelli Cahill, producing artistic director of Capital Repertory Theater in Albany. You've been at the Rep since 1995, presiding over a theater, which I believe was used to be a supermarket, at 111 North Pearl Street in downtown Albany. Next year, you move further north uh, to 251 North Pearl Street. Can you tell us about the new theater and, and why the Rep needs a new theater? Well, you know, we, we love where we are now, and you know you're right. We were a supermarket, and... Uh, a lot of people got together. There were about 300 volunteers that turned Capital Rep into Capital Rep at the time, the old cash market, in fact, into Capital Rep. Um, but we've never owned that building. We've wanted to own the building. We, we tried to own the building for many years. But the truth is that the building needed a lot of help, ultimately. Um, and it was help that in order to really fix it, we really needed ownership of the building and so after after you know just coming to terms the landlord needed to do one thing we needed to do another there were no hard feelings but we really decided we really needed to move on um we needed you know better air conditioning and and heating we we needed uh, a, a better plumbing i mean all of those kind of things that you take for granted but the building needed help with so we started looking uh, all around and finally landed on uh, the National Biscuit Building, which is just a, a little ways up on Pearl Street from where we are now. I don't know. There's something about it that makes me smile. The National Biscuit Company. or uh, Isn't that kind of odd how things work out? Well, you know, here we were in a supermarket, and now we're in the National Biscuit Building. So I've told people, I don't know, theater people, you know, love food, so maybe we were just drawn to these things, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you know, uh, the National Biscuit uh, Building used to cook products for Nabisco. It has quite a wonderful history. So I feel really great that we're there and we're going to, oh, I just, this will sound so corny, but yeah, we're, we'll, we cook up good theater there, you know. So I'm happy about uh, the building. It really suits our needs. The new theater will be bigger. C- can you uh, explain what new facilities you will have or what this will enable you to do? Well, you know, Right now, we have about 278 seats, but some of our seats are blocked because we also have a couple of columns in our space that prevent people from seeing the stage fully. The new theater will feel a lot like Capital Rep in that it will be intimate, and it will only have 300 seats. They'll wrap a little more deeply around the stage, and there are no columns. So every seat in the new theater will have a great view of the stage. But what this theater, what this facility will really do to us, it, it's a two-story um, a building. And so on the upper story, we will also have a smaller theater where we can do some of our education work, where we can do more experimental kinds of theater if we want it. So it will, uh, on the second story, we'll have uh, a black box theater along with our administrative offices, a beautiful suite of dressing rooms for actors, which we currently don't have um, all of the amenities that we'll be able to have for actors. And we'll also have a full our full costume shop and a property workshop. So this theater is 
compact, and yet it really will deliver a lot of the things that will uh, allow us to uh, provide m- uh, more service and uh, deeper programming for people. So that really excites me, of course, as the artistic director. Mm-hmm. And the the black box <clears throat> idea is a big thing in theaters now, right? Oh, it is because you, it's a, you know it's a big room that you can. You can make the the play go around the audience. You can put the audience on one side. You can surround the audience and have them walk through the set. Yeah, so it gives you the ability to change it up in a way that, you know, once the seats are fixed in a space, that's where the audience, you know, sits. So I really do like that idea. It will be challenging and exciting, too. Maggie Manzanelli Cahill is uh, with us from uh, The Rep, the theater in downtown Albany. I, in the interest of full disclosure, I've attended a number of performances at the theater, and I park across the street usually uh, in this big parking lot that's there. What about parking at the new place? Well, you know, that that has been the number one concern of our patrons. Where am I going to park? So I am very happy to say that we have leased a, uh, a piece of land one block from the theater, a very easy walk right at the end of our, our, our block, and we are going to develop a parking lot there for Capital Rep patrons. We'll also um, be working with our neighbors because some of, um, some of the businesses that are popping up there have expressed an interest in um, maybe needing some parking at times when we don't uh, need it. And so it, I think it will be a very good thing for the neighborhood, and it will be certainly great for us. For people who want to park in a parking structure, we've also arranged to have a shuttle that will take people from um, Quackenbush parking uh, structure to us, which is about uh, actually a two-and-a-half block uh, distance. So you can get on the shuttle, and they'll bring you to the theater, and they'll bring you back to your car. That shuttle will also go around to uh, restaurants, which are in downtown and pick you up so you can have yes you can have dinner and then get on the shuttle and then come to the theater so we're really trying to uh, allow people to know and uh, and support our old neighborhood as well as our new neighborhood that we're all connected this this is going to be an expansion of downtown the way we're looking at it and so we're coming up with mm-hmm. amenities that we think will really be valuable to our patrons. Well, that's interesting, that phrase you just used, expansion of downtown. When it was announced that uh, you're really on board, uh, in line to get this done and you're into the final uh, fund campaign, which we'll uh, talk about. I mean, all sorts of people showed up. Mayor Sheehan was there, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> yes. And so it's like you're... You're expand. You're moving your theater to, in part, expand the downtown or that that downtown experience a further block, a few blocks north. Yeah, and you know it's not only us. I mean, the city got a ten million dollar grant, which will go into uh, improving uh, what's called uh, uh, what is it? Livingston. Um, the Living Livingston Square is where we are. But there will be um, improved uh, lighting on the streets, and there were grants made to I, a, a lot of businesses mm-hmm. to be able to support that um, that stretch of Albany between the Palace Theater and where we are. And there's going to be a lot of things popping up. They already are. I mean, right next door to where uh, the National Biscuit Building is, where Capitol Rep will be, 
Um, there's Albany Distilling Company. There's going to be Death Wish Coffee Shop right next to that. There's a huge apartment building that is already, I think, if they're on the fourth floor of it in completion. It's on the corner of Livingston and Broadway. And you see all this, this development happening because there are resources being put into this part of Albany that, you know, is really going to be a game changer. The theater will get a new home soon. When is soon? When do you uh, hope to open the in the new uh, building uh, at 251 North Pearl? Well, we're planning to do our first show in there in July of 2020. And uh, the show is Sister Act. And I think it will be a great opening for, uh, you know, us to all have joy and a lot of spirit is going to go into all this and i think this this play and the the musical um music in it you know really reflects a real joy of life and a coming together of different cultures and so i'm i think it's going to be quite a time but we are scheduled to open in july of 2020 huh next summer <laughs> mm-hmm, right. right well it, it'll happen probably. absolutely absolutely, yes. absolutely. um what is the price tag on the new theater and how are you raising that kind of money well you know we we work hand in glove with our affiliate proctors and the ceo of proctors is philip morris and he's sort of just an amazing leader when it comes to arts development and development of property so this thing has a price tag of about 13 and a half million dollars on it and we started actually raising the money about four years ago. Uh, we were very lucky because we have a great board of trustees who worked together to purchase the National Biscuit Building outright, so we have no mortgage on it. Um, our goal here is to raise all the money and not have any debt service. That's very important for a not-for-profit. You know, we don't have money just laying around that we can afford to uh, spend on our, our, our building mortgages. So... Thirteen and a half million, and we've raised it from a variety of sources. Uh, you know, uh, federal government, the state has helped us. Uh, we've also uh, received grants from several foundations who are working on it. We've received really wonderful contributions from several um, corporations in the area, and now finally, we're in the what's called the public phase of the of the capital campaign, mm-hmm. and we have a, an additional 650000 to raise. It's a little less than that now because the money has been coming in very generously since we announced that we are in the last phase of this. So uh, it's it's been an intense time, and we've had a lot of help from a lot of different people. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I... I will tell you, you when you are part of an arts organization that's been around as long as Capital Rep, you don't do anything by yourself. You have all of these people who want you to be a success. They want you to survive. They want you to, you know, deliver the education programs and the and the great theater to the population in Albany and all around. And so it's been really wonderful to have this outpouring of generosity. How can people uh, donate? <laughs> they can call me, of course. You know. <laughs> <Get you. laughs> uh, um, they, actually, they can send an email to me, uh, and I would be happy to get them to our uh, capital campaign director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you mentioned uh, Philip Morris and Proctor's Theater. I must say, when that first came, I, I never really understood that, that the Proctor's Theater in Schenectady 
you would think would be a competitor of Capitol Rep and, and maybe maybe more likely Palace Theater, which is in Albany. But it sounds like you're at least with the with the uh, the rep, you're working with him and his uh, operation. Yes. Well, you know, um, years ago, and when we were in the the deep hole of the recession, we really recognized that we needed to do something that w- could really help. Um, the theater survived uh, when the economy was so down. And so um, we, and when I say we, I mean the board and I and Philip and his board, we all worked together and we came up with an idea that we could share our administrative staffs. So it meant that uh, we were able to share finance and development marketing. And it ended up being a, a just a great thing. We started slowly with that, and and then we decided we would go full in as an affiliate of Proctor's. And by doing that, I will tell you, we were able to save about three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And so we were able to weather the the recession, and we came out a much stronger organization. And I, I do want to say this about you know when when arts organizations get together, arts organizations know one thing. When people go to the theater, they go to more theater. You know, when people go to the palace and hang around that corner, they see Capitol Rep and go, oh, well, I wonder what that is. Uh, the same is true when, when people go to Proctor's and see something. They they are more prone to check out what's going on at the palace and what's going on at Capitol Rep. So we do not look at each other as competition in that way. We try to keep our program uh, very, very varied with a lot of variety. But we've never looked at each other as the bad guy. We've always known that we're all in it together. And Philip and I share that vision. Mm-hmm. And so from the very beginning, you know, we knew that we wanted this to work. And it's it's just been a godsend, uh, certainly to us. And, and Proctor's likes having us because we know how to build things. So we started building some of the sets and stuff for some of the education programs that are at Schenectady. So we've really hmm. become like a bigger family as a result of all of this. And uh, at the press conference, when they, they announced or you announced that they're, they're close to moving into the new theater, it, the story was told that Philip Morris from Proctor's and the mayor of Albany, Kathy Sheehan, were the ones that went to Washington to lobby for a big chunk of change, dare I say, for this theater in the form of historic tax credits. I mean, do you understand how, how does that work? They get four and a half million dollars in tax credits. Is is that like getting cash for the project? Well, it's not exactly like getting cash, no. Of course, it's, it's a governmental um, program, and it's a way that because we don't pay taxes, we now own these credits. And a corporation can purchase those credits from us. And so it's not like getting $4.5 million in your pocket. It's a little bit more like $3 million in your pocket when a corporation signs on as your partner. And uh, so it's really, it it was very important. We we felt that the building was very historically uh, appropriate to get uh, the tax credits. And so uh, they went to Washington and, uh, and, and rooted for us. I'll tell you, as I told you, it takes a whole lot of people to make something like a big project like this work mm-hmm. for the arts. And Kathy Sheehan has been amazing. She has been an amazing 
advocate, so well-spoken, so articulate, and she knows the importance of our being an anchor to to move downtown north. So it's that was really, really wonderful. Now, we've been talking in large part about the nuts and bolts of this, the new theater for the rep in downtown Albany. But at that uh, recent press conference I keep referring to, you spoke an inspiring paragraph about the role of the theater. Can, can you tell us that? Can you quote that? Or Well, you know, I, yeah, I would like to because, uh, but I, I want to quote myself correctly, but, you know, the mission of the theater has always been to create meaningful theater with an authentic connection to the community. And we take that very, very seriously um, because we believe that we have to serve as a safe house for the cultural lives of both artists and the community at large. We foster a belief that the theater must serve as an advocate and caretaker of the common threads that bind Americans together and our culture together in a world that is defined more and more by differences. And I said at the press conference, and I'll say it to you, I wrote that when I first came to Capitol Rep more than 20 years ago, and more than ever, I believe that it's very important for the arts to do those works that demonstrate that we're all in this together. You know, and I really believe that in my heart. I believe it in my mind. I believe it in my soul. And I look for plays that do that. Mm. And I want that to be what we give to our community to say, you all belong in this building. Mm. Can you uh, say what play does that? I mean, what play you've maybe scheduled or you've performed at the rep that does that? Oh, well, you know, I think... All of our plays do that from our world premiere plays where we look to uh, to have diverse messages and uh, we do a lot uh, we do plays that very much let people know that we include everyone you know uh, regardless of gender race sexuality all of those things we roll up into you know how we choose a play but I certainly think that our holiday show which is it's a wonderful life does that about as good as as Mm -hmm. it gets, you know, when you do a play, uh, when you do any of the Christmas Carol plays, or we did a a lovely uh, uh, play last year that was a sequel to a Jane Austen uh, novel. When we do these kind of plays, at the end, they really say to people, life is good, stick with it. Hmm. Where do the actors come from at the Rep? Are Are they members of the Actors Union? Oh yes. Well, we have uh, we are an equity theater. That is the uh, Actors Equity Association is the actors union. Uh, about ninety percent of our actors come from New York City. When they come to do a play at Capital Rep, they live here. We have to have a variety of apartments that actors live in, and we have leases on uh, anywhere between eight and twelve apartments, depending on what our season is because actors have to live within a certain uh, distance from the theater. So we have actors who come here for between 8 and 12 weeks at a time and become an extended family of us all, and they are members of the union. Um, We operate under a union contract with the Actors Union and with the um, United Scenic Artists, who are our designers, and with SDC, which is the Directors Union. So there's a lot of unions in our work, 
And then once we have enough contracts that we fulfilled, we are able then to open our doors to non-union actors. And we have, um, we have paved the way for many mm-hmm. non-union actors to get their equity card because when you work at Capital Rep, you can earn points toward your card because we are a union mm-hmm. theater. And we like doing that. And we've given a lot of local um, actors on their way to a career in the arts. We've given a lot of them a chance to become professional. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to Talk of the Town with our guest, Maggie Mancinelli Cahill, producing artistic director of Capital Repertory Theater in downtown Albany. We're heard on Magic 590 and 100.5 and on 96.9 and 1410 in the Glens Falls area. This program can be accessed as a podcast on albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com. I'm Bob Cutmore.